and chair shots. My name is Brandon Tanguma. Sitting beside me here is my lovely co-host Dominic. And on the other side of me is the team mascot who is going to town on his little bear right now. Dominic. Is oh. it a bear? No, it's a dog. Well, you said teddy bear. so I Teddy bear, was... teddy dog, same thing. Teddy dog. Teddy Dominic, dog. how are you doing today? Oh, Brandon, I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm okay. Yeah. I went through some ups and downs today, but it's, a, you know, it's going to get so much better once we're what done. What was your up podcast. and what was your down? Uh, no one Saint gives Chip- a fuck. Oh. Okay, no, it's just, what was your what was your No, dad? it's okay. Okay. It's, it's fun. You said seeing Chips Ahoy, what? She, he, she dead? No. Oh. Unfortunately, Naldo was still alive. Oh, okay. Still kicking. How's your day, Dominic? Fine. Fine? Fine. Still sick? Still recovering? A little bit, yeah. I'm a little better, you know? The uh, studio audience is sick because of me. Mom's sick of me. Well, she's sick of me and sick because of me. And my, uh, my big bro, man, he's sick too. So everybody is sick and I'm the only healthy one. Oh, don't so, worry, babe. So you're, just, getting, uh, you're going next. Josh, shout out Big Daddy, one of our loyal listeners of the podcast. He's sick right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Alec, Alex is sick. Your mom was sick. Mom was sick. Still kind of getting over it. She's been sick, like, ever since Christmas, but... Jesus. Yep. So go get the flu shot, everybody. Even though she or did, not. You know, she did get the flu I shot. I didn't get the flu shot, so, you know. So, yeah, it just doesn't work. My mom got the flu shot. She's been sick for two days. Dominic, or two weeks. Dominic didn't get the flu shot. He's still sick. No, no, I'm fine, actually. I mean... That's not what you sounded like yes, uh, last week? Yeah, because last week was when I was sick. Now I'm you like... You still got sick, even though you didn't take the flu shot. You know what? Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we're a bunch of anti-vaxxers on this podcast. You know what? We? Vaccinations don't work. Fuck it. Okay, we're not going that far. Sure. No, we're not. We're not going that far. Not going to go down that rabbit hole. Ixnay that real quick. So okay. let's get into everyone's favorite. Climate change is fake. No, everyone's favorite portion oh. of the podcast. Dominic's picks. Dong dong. So last week in the wild card game, <laughs> wild card week, I went three and one. You know, hey, that's a bullshit because the teams I picked should have won, but they didn't. I went 3-1, and one. Dominic went 1-3, and three. and of course the one team that actually cared about winning, the New Orleans Saints, don't get the job done. Apparently this year... It was a bad call, th- This year, for my teams, the wild card just didn't work out. Eh. I- I'm, I'm used to losing the wild card game, especially with the, the A's, and then usually the Saints... Saints can get it done. Saints should have got the bye, just like Pink Yeti should have got the bye. We're not going to talk about fantasy anymore. Here we go. We're we're way past that. So we got the divisional round, the opening matchup on Saturday. Yeah, don't you don't have any uh, heated comments about the refs not calling that last call? Well, I mean, it was like kind of maybe pass interference, but I'm not going to get on my high horse and say it was. I mean, maybe they should have reviewed it because that's kind of the whole reason they implemented the rule to begin with. But I am not going to be the Saints fan. This is, oh, they should have. We need to change the overtime rule because we didn't get the ball. And that was definitely OPI. They should have reviewed it and changed it. We get fucked every single year. I, I mean, when I saw it, yes, they were hand fighting a little bit, but I didn't think it was that egregious like it was last year. Hmm. I'm a reasonable Saints fan. You are. Yes. Good job, Brandon. Yes, yes, yes. Which so, more like you. the team that beat the New Orleans Saints, the Minnesota Vikings, come over here to the Bay to take on the San Francisco 
49ers. Where the studio audience will be working. Woo! Woo! The first uh, playoff game for this Mike Shanahan era. And Levi Stadium. And Levi Stadium. Is it the first playoff game? Yes, it is. Okay. Look at you. Bring in the knowledge. Bring in the stats. I try to, I try, you know, have my moments. You know, I try to, you know, sprinkle in a little Dominicisms in there. We got the six seed going up against the one seed, but I don't think this is an easy road for the 49ers. I think the Vikings can put up a fight. I will still go with the 49ers to win. I think if they come out a little sloppy, they have they could lose this game. I'm not saying it's going to be could. a cakewalk by any yeah. means, but I think the 49ers will get the job done. Dominic? The whole thing comes back to what we said about the Vikings and Saints. Was, is Case Keenum going to Case Keenum? Or Kirk Cousins, sorry. Kirk Cousins is going to Kirk Cousins. I, I was a little slow on the, on the mute button, so I was almost going to correct you, but you, you did yourself. I got myself, you know. Case Keenum, Kirk Cousins, they both suck. Anyways, you know, is Cousins going to Cousins? Is he going to be Boogie Cousins, or is he going to be your cousin? We don't know. So, with that being said, I will go with the 49ers, just because, you know, the track record. You know, Jimmy G, proven track record. But he's never played in the playoff game before. How do you know? What do you mean proven track record, Dominic? He's he, technically only played, like, two seasons in terms of games played. Eh, well, you know, he played, what, one game two years ago? or He was out all last season. No. How many games did he play last season? Like one? No, he got hurt in the preseason, huh? He played a few games, Dominic. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, they were undefeated, and then he got hurt, and then they kind of went downhill ever since Jimmy oh, G got hurt. Okay. But that being said, we go to the Niners. Then we move on to another one-seed matchup. The Tennessee Titans take on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore, of course, and the Tennessee Titans did get the job done. They beat the Patriots, as we both predicted. Yes. That was your, your one win. That was your one win, Dominic. fuck you for rubbing it in my face. I mean, I just got to call hey. a spade a spade. Hey, I got to win in duos, and you didn't. Because you played against a bunch uh, of bots. Hey, the Titans played against a bunch of bots. I don't, you're still calling Tom Brady a bot? Yep. I meant, like, literal bots, like, you know, robots that aren't actual real players. Oh, well, you know, it sucks that I got a dub, and you don't. Couldn't even get that solo dub either. You know, Dominic, we're not going to talk about Fortnite right now. Oh, okay, sorry. Have you been playing Fortnite lately and not invited me? I plead the fifth. Mm. Okay. Studio audience, you got something to say? I see how it is. I mean, I can just go. True. I technically don't know that is true because I haven't played in a couple days. You, Dominic, would you like to turn the PlayStation on right now and say the last time I played? No, I'm okay. All right, then, because you, know you know I'm not fucking lying. It's doing too much. Because I don't fucking lie, Dominic. You don't? Never. Actually, no, I don't want to say never because that might be it because that's probably a lie. That's lying. So I'm not lying about lying. Anyways. Anyways, we got the Tennessee Titans taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Mark Ingram is hurt. He should play. But I think Gus Edwards is a capable running back, a very good running back. Dominic, what do you say? I don't, I don't know Th- this game's going to be very short because everyone's just they're just going to run the ball every single play and this game's going to be like less than two hours. My thing is I don't know how, to, how, to, how this game's going to go. David Henry was... David Henry? Is it David Henry? I know it's Henry's the last name, right? Mark Henry. Mark Henry? Somebody like their ass kicked? Beat him up. Beat him up. Break his neck. Break his neck. Um, I don't know how to... <sighs> or Derek Henry. Derek Henry. You were thinking of the name, huh? I play the fifth. Touche. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Henry's freaking a beast. You know. He is the rushing, rushing champ. You know, not too bad. Um, 
you know what? I think Tennessee is going to upset the Ravens as well. They beat Tom Brady. I think they go into Baltimore and they upset the Ravens. I will go with the Baltimore Ravens. I think people are all on the Lamar Jackson train. Everyone's saying how great that offense is. But I think people overlook the defense. I think the defense is good enough to stop the run. I will go with Baltimore. And so there you go. We have a differentiating pick on the night game I think on Saturday. else is going to be the same, though. We'll have to stay tuned to find out. Mm-hmm. Then the afternoon game on Sunday, we got the Houston Texans taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. We had a matchup like this midway through the season. The Texans beat the Chiefs, I believe. They did. They did. And they were kind of the blueprint. They set the blueprint for how to beat the Chiefs. You kind of, you know, hold possession for a long time, keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. They got the job done. But I think this is a different Kansas City Chiefs team. It is. The defense, I think, has really gotten their shit together. And I'm going to go with Kansas City to get the job done. I think, I mean, Houston barely beat the Bills last week. It was not a pretty win. I think going there to Kansas City. I mean, shit. The Bills should have won that game. That would have been the game that I would have broke even at least on. The Bills should have won that game. But did they? They did not. Bills Mafia came up short, man. You try to jump through the table, and you, you, you just yep. missed. Yep. The table didn't break, and it bounced you off, and your fat yep. ass hit the concrete. Yep. I was really disappointed. That sack at the end of the game, end of the fourth quarter, that almost cost the Bills the win there. They came back, you know, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm going with Kansas City, too. Okay, all that meandering just to go. With the same well, team. I mean, it's just because during Houston, their defense was horrible. Fucking horrible. If Deshaun Watson uh, didn't break those two tackles at the end, I'm pretty sure the Bills would have won. Then in the nightcap, the final game of the weekend, we got the Seattle Seagulls traveling up to Green Bay to take on those Green Bay Packers. I think this is probably the weakest two-seed we have seen in a while. I think the Green Bay Packers have just barely skirted by a lot of teams and barely getting wins, and I don't think... I'm not going to say they don't deserve the two-seed, but I think they're you know, a lot weaker than their seeding would suggest. I mean, who would have thunk Seattle and Green Bay would be so lackluster this year? You, you know, we... If you go back a few years, you think Seattle Green Bay shit this would be the you know one hell of a football game. I'm not too excited to watch this. I mean, I mean my money, I'm gonna go with Seattle. I think almost said Westbrook. Holy shit, fucking Wilson. Um, I I think he can make it happen. I don't have any faith in Aaron Rodgers anymore. Not because he fucked me so many times in fantasy, but he's just not the Aaron Rodgers he used to be. I do think... I kind of want to go to Green Bay just to be different than you and, you know, go 2-2 two and two and see who gets the victory. But I, my gut does tell me that Seattle is going to get the job done. They've been such a good team on the road. 7-1 and one or 8-1, and one, I believe, at this point. If Minnesota gets the win and Seattle gets the win, we'd have the rare wild card team matchup in the conference finals. I don't think that's going to happen as we both pick San Francisco. I think we're going to get the rematch that I so desperately wanted at the end of the season. And I'm going to go with Seattle. I don't. I think it's going to be maybe a, another ugly game. The They barely got... They kind of barely got by the, the Eagles last week. And Josh McCown apparently had a uh, torn hammy. 
So he played most of that game with a torn hammy, so respect to him. Respect to the old man. Did you hear, did you see the, uh, the, I think it was one of those medical doctors, I think for the Eagles or for the NFLs, you know, stating Wentz is a heroic player or whatever because he actually went off the field and said, yeah, I got a concussion, I need to come out, instead of trying to play through it. I mean, shout out Carson Wentz. Not a lot of players would do that. I'm not considering calling him a pussy. I don't know what was going through his mind, literally, how he felt, and if he didn't feel right. That's also, you know, that's not only putting him in danger, but also putting his team in danger because, you know, yes, Carson Wentz might be the only healthy, sustainable player on that team. Well, I guess not healthy because he's always getting hurt, but, but he was the best player on that but offense. But that, that was the thing was the I can't make, don't remember the doctor's name, but they were like a lot of players would have said, "Oh, I'm a tough person. I can fight it," and. Wentz knows, you know, he he was just parading, saying that he was heroic for doing that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, you know, just like you, like, that's cool and all, but, you know, your team lost. If your team would have won, it would have been different. But if you go out there with a concussion and you're, like, seeing double that you're not going to be at 100%, you're not going to be able to give... I mean, Josh McCown, yes, we make fun of him because he's played on, like, basically every team in the league, but he's an okay quarterback that he knows the system, and I think maybe... He's no Nick Foles, though. He is no BDN. No one can be BDN. But BDN. Don't make fun of BDN like that. Shout out Car- uh, Gardner Minshew, who's on a cross-country road trip in a mini or in a RV. And he's not coming to Oakland, apparently. Well, he's going from Jacksonville to LA, so he's staying down south. That's so stupid. He's a pussy for not coming to Oakland. Why would you want to go to Oakland on a cross-country road trip? I'm just saying. I could I could see you like you know going up the coast, maybe like finishing up in Washington or Oregon or something. But why do you have to stop in Oakland? I don't know. Have some fun. Go to Lake Merritt. See yeah. the wonderful views. Yeah. Visit the Oakland A Stadium. Who'd want to do that? Gardner Minshew. I don't know. Okay, let's talk about some coaching hires that have happened over the week. Mike McCarthy is your new Cowboys coach. He jokingly said during the press conference that he lied in the interview. Dominic, your thoughts on Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys, going with the veteran quarterback instead of looking at someone new, someone with less experience. Kind of a proven track record, I would guess. He has won a Super Bowl, but yet people are saying that he kind of wasted Aaron Rodgers for a long time because he wasn't giving him the the looks and the scheme that he needed. I mean, if it was me... I probably would have went with someone else, or would have went just stuck with Jason Garrett. I think you have to get rid of Jason Garrett. He's been there for so long. Yes, he might be a nice guy. He was a quarterback for the Cowboys, so Jerry Jones loves him. But, I mean, when you have Amara Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, and Dak Prescott, and you're going 8-8 eight and eight every single year, that ain't going to cut it. But is that the coach's fault? Yeah. The NFL, I think the NFL and football in general it has the most emphasis on the coaching. Basketball, it's the players. MLB, it's the GM. For NFL, I think it's the coach. Hmm. I really thunk it that way. You're welcome, Dominic. Yeah. The more you know. I like that. With the new system, you can do the little more you know, like, little. But then that means I'd have to, like, stop it and, like, time stamp it and put it back and be like, phew, and have to do a lot of extra work. Um, that means I have to stay here a little bit longer. And I know you just can't wait for me to get out of here. Sure. Studio audience, can't wait till they get out of here. Yes. Any predictions? Early predictions on what do you think Mike McCarthy would do with the Cowboys next year? I think the Cowboys do fucking horrible. He gets fired first year. You hit it here first, folks. Then we stay in the NFC East with the New York football giants. They have uh, 
signed Joe Judge, a special teams co- uh, coordinator for the New England Patriots. There have been a long history of people getting hired from the Bill Belichick trees. Some of them work out, kind of. Most of them don't. Dominic, what do you think of this hire for the Giants? He's a head coach? Yes. Special teams went to head coach. Wow, that's one hell of a fucking promotion. Hey, don't hate on the brand. Pat McAfee will come for your ass. And he will say that the special teams coach is the most capable head coach. Because special teams are very important, very overlooked in football. Because you need to be very special, huh? He is a special, special boy. Pat McAfee is the GOAT. But why would you want the special teams coordinator, coach, whatever you want to call him? Hey, a a lot of coaches out there, a lot of head coaches kind of start in the special teams realm and work their way up. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, usually you would want, like, an offensive coordinator, maybe even a defense coordinator, you know, but now you're going, like, you're going bottom barrel, man. I mean, he didn't, they didn't hire the, the kicking coach or the, you know, assistant to the wide receivers coach. They hired the special teams coordinator, which is kind of, you know, the third or fourth man in charge. Maybe even second man in charge of the head coach is running either the offense or defense. Hmm. I have to do some research on this. See how that ranking. Uh, you know, what? keep talking. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna see the ranking system on this. The ranking system on yeah, on like, what? You know, does it go head coach, then offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, then special teams, or does it go like, you know, how does it work? Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna stall for time as we try to see if Dominic can figure something out. Yeah, it's gonna take. The yeah, it's gonna take forever. So I'm just gonna hem and haw about Joe Judge, not to be confused with Aaron Judge. We will. We will talk about him a little bit later. Just, just, just move on. God damn it. Okay, we will move on with the Panthers, who they have hired Matt Rule, the Baylor's head coach, and so they're going a little bit differently. They're going the college route. He has been able to revamp and help out two different college programs. And so, Dominic, your thoughts on the Panthers, which is kind of, out of these three teams, they're kind of a more clean slate. They don't really know what they're doing at quarterback. You, I think this guy has at least a few years to work with something, you know, to put his plan in place a lot more than the Cowboys, who obviously have a good core around them. Joe Judge and the Giants, they have Saquon Barkley and, uh, I almost said Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones? No. The quarterback, whatever the fuck his name is, I'm John Blank. It. You got it. No, I don't. You got to help me out. You, I saved with Derrick Henry. Was it like Josh something? No. You know what, Dominic? You go hem and haw about the Panthers' court, uh, head coach, and I'll go look up the Giants' quarterback. I'm still and I'll looking like, up the. And I'll look like a complete idiot. I'm still looking up the fucking the coach. Okay, I'm lost. I don't know. Huh? I'm trash. I don't know. I mean. If it's me, if I'm being honest, I think the Panthers... Daniel Jones, not Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is playing this week. Ooh, thank Ooh. God. I didn't know I was going to go with that. No, you, you, you hem and haw again. So you want me to hem and haw about the Panthers coach when you're still looking up something about the Giants coach? I just thought I was talking about the Panthers and how Cam Newton's not going to come back and then they're going to get some rookie... They're going to draft some rookie quarterback and, you know, do shitty. They're about to get Tua. Tua what? Tonga Vailoa. Oh, the name. Yeah, he announced that he's going to enter the draft. He ain't that good if I haven't heard of him. Speaking of college football, we got the college football championship coming up on Monday. Dominic, who do you got and why? Real quick. Wait, what'd you say? College football playoff championship. Who's going to win the national championship? Uh, Georgia. Okay, I got the Tigers. I got the Tigers, too. 
No, I got the Tigers. I'll go Tigers. No, you said, I got Tigers, you get the dogs. The big dogs? Yes, the big dogs. Okay, sure, I'll go with the dogs. Okay. Dogs aren't playing. Oh. Clemson Tigers against the LSU Tigers. That's why I said the Tigers. It's a joke. (laughs) I don't watch college football. I can tell because... I think it's a joke. You gotta watch it to learn about the next generation so you know who Tua Tonga-Vailoa is. You know, I think any college sport is kind of stupid, in my opinion. Except for women's volleyball or women's gymnastics. No. Even those are stupid. You know why? Because they get used, bro. They get used. The schools make money, the players don't. I think the players should make a little money. So you're going to get on your high horse and, you know, be holy, go union. holier than thou because you don't watch college sports. Yes. Okay. Then you get paid. Not a lot. Speaking about getting paid, let's talk about some MLB arbitration news. Dominic, are you excited? Yeah, I am actually. We got a new arbitration record. Mookie Betts signs with the Red Sox for $27 million. The previous record was held by Nolan Arenado last year, $26 million. So Betts signs record deal. Rumors of him getting traded. Who who knows what's going to happen with Betts, Dominic? Your thoughts on them, on this? the A's. I think the A's have some other things to worry about, like they signed Marcus Simeon in arbitration for $13 million, still one year left on his contract, so they're going to try to work something out with him. Obviously, they want to sign him up, but you also got Matt Olson and Matt Chapman at the corner, so they got to try to do something with them, as we kind of talked about in the past. I don't think they're signing all three. Maybe they'll sign two, but they're probably only going to sign one, because it's the A's, and they always disappoint me. And talking about the A's, do you think this year, if they play... If they, I'm not going to say they win the World Series because, you know, they're not. They're going to make the wild card and they're going to lose again. I'm saying if they, if they you know, let, 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 let's say they win the division, but they don't make it into a deep playoff round or they don't make it to the World Series or they don't win, whatever. Do you think they would get to resign all three of them for less money by saying, like, hey, give us another two years. If, you know, we don't get it in two, then you guys can do whatever the hell you want. You think they would be willing to stick it out for a little less money? Or you think they no, just... because they're both, everybody is probably underpaid, especially Chapman and Olsen, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get the bag. Where would they go for the bag? The Giants. Somewhere on the East Coast the for the bag. Maybe for the Giants, who knows? Giants don't have that World Series money really anymore, and they got an analytics guy in the front office, so he's probably not trying to spend some dough. No, oh, fuck that guy. Alright, fuck that guy. I don't know his name. It's that fucking Zenzerberg, right, or something like that? Zaidi. Zaidi. That was close. Then we got Francisco Lindor, who signed for $17.5 million. Rumors are speculating that he might get traded sometime. He's not going to re-sign with the Indians this year. He's definitely going to test free agency. Do you see Francisco Lindor getting moved at the trade deadline before the spring training starts? especially if the Indians aren't doing a whole lot during the season, which I think they'll compete for a division, but I think they'll ultimately fall to the Twins. Where do you see Lindor going this season? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what team really could use him. I mean, any team that's contending has at least, you know, actually, you know, hmm. Maybe the Cubs? Next year is going to be absolutely insane when it comes to free agency for the shortstops. We have Francisco Lindor, Javi Baez, Corey Seager. 
We got some other players. Trevor Story is another one. There's a lot. There's going to be a lot of great players being signed up for shortstop next Where year. Where does uh, Ian Dawkins fall in any of this? Ian Dawkins, great outfielder. Great, great, great outfielder. outfielder. You know, going to get the call up probably end of, end of this season. You think? Maybe. You know, White Sox coming to town. Maybe he gets called up. I forgot to look at the schedule last time I checked. Maybe it'll be in the, later in the year. Maybe he gets the call up. Bring a sign. Be like, oh my god, Ian, I love you! You know, I played with Ian Dawkins, whatever. I played you with him. did? Yeah. What? You know, I you didn't make... Pro ball. I didn't make the Royal Baseball team, but we're not going to get into that because I don't want to cry. But I did play summer ball for the Ports, and Ian was shortstop when I was second base. Could have, you know, could have been something on a Royal, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Man, why didn't you play professional ball? <laughs> can't even play high school ball, Dominic. How am I supposed to play college? And eventually... And I heard you weren't that good of a pitcher on those rows. Hey, I had, I had like five innings pitch without an earned run. Earned run. Earned run. <laughs> Defense shit the bet on me. Who do you blame for that? Anyone in particular? Oh, yeah, there's someone in particular, but I can't remember. There was this one guy, I completely forget his name, but he was atrocious on defense. There was, like, one time where he literally was, like, camped under a ball, and it was just, went right, right, right by him. And he even said, like, oh, man, I'm good. I can play. And then... Yeah, there's a bunch of other times. We can, and he sucked. May, maybe, like, on an unreleased, uh, you know, podcast, we can talk about Los Rojos. Maybe on Trapdoor to Hell. Shout out Trapdoor to Hell. Travis, former Los Marlin. Predecessor to Los Rojos. Maybe that can be a collab episode. Maybe. You guys get drunk, and I, I just, you know, interview you guys about Los Marlins and Rojos and, you know, the years of playing baseball together. Maybe. 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 Quite possibly. Okay, and then we've got some of the younger players getting some arbitration money. we got Noah Syndergaard, $9.7 million. Aaron Judge, $8.5 million. Aaron Judge, surprisingly, I mean, he's only first year or second year, I think, of arbitration, so he's not going to get a whole lot of money. But I think it kind of shows that the Yankees have a very small window of opportunity, I think, right now to get the job done with this core because a few years from now, a lot of those young players, especially Judge, about to get the bag. I think he'll get the bag in New York. But I think there'd be. But then stupid. that means like some I mean, other players I, I mean, they, get it. If they were smart, they had to give up one of the of those outfielders. I would give up Stanton. So then Noah Syndergaard. Any thoughts on the Mets prospects going into the next season with Carlos Beltran as the head? I almost said head coach, the manager. I think that's another must-win situation with the Phillies as well. That Annalise is going to be very interesting to see what happens. I mean. I mean, I don't see Syndergaard staying there much longer. I think he gets traded, um, not not because the Mets don't need him or want him, but I think they, with their up up and coming players, um, they need to make some space. And I think there's some teams on the West Coast that could really, you know, use someone like Syndergaard. And the only big name person going to arbitration that I could see was George Springer. He is going to go to arbitration and. The interesting part about arbitration is you got the player trying to advocate for get to, to get more money, and the team advocating to get less money. And the way you do that is to basically bury the player and say, like, look, you're not worth all this money because you suck and you're more capable and you're more relatable to these other teams. Yes, George Springer might have been hurt. Maybe that's the reason why they're going to say that. They're going to stick on the injury front. But sometimes, or a lot of times, as the mascot goes to town on his teddy dog, going ham. He's going ham. Told the ham story at uh, at my new job, and they all said that's disgusting. Shout out to the ham. Probably gonna see him during the A's games. Probably, you know, 
because we're going to be, you know, we're A's access members. We're going to upgrade. We're going to sit right by the ham. Every game. Not every game. We're ballers on a budget. Don't worry. One day we'll return to the former glory. Because Dominic's about to be a, a, a regional manager at Osh, and he's going to make so Assistant much fucking money. Manager. Assistant to the regional manager. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, George Springer. Office reference. Going to arbitration. Dominic, what does this mean for his future with Houston? I mean, I think he leaves uh, or just says, you know what? I want to get bought out and I'll go somewhere else. I think Springer's one hell of a player, so I I, I think he deserves... I'm not going to say he deserves more money. I'm going to say that he deserves a healthy medium. I don't think they need to bury him and tell him that he's a shit player. He's not worth shit. You're hurt. You know, you're a liability or a risk and whatnot. But I think the Astros, if they lose Springer, they're going to lose someone very, um, you know, critical to their to their team. I agree. And sign stealing. Oh. Oh. Talking about sign stealing, we lost the Red Sox, who have been named as someone who might have been sign stealing 2018, which was the year that they did win the World Series. So once again, sign stealing might be a bigger issue in the world of pro baseball that we kind of are come to realize, especially with a lot of technology going on as Dominic left the room to help the studio audience. So I got to hem and haw. And as we do that, maybe we'll talk about Wrestle Kingdom. We're going to go into the wrestling news. Shout out Wrestle Kingdom 14. Absolutely fantastic card. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend you go and check that out on New Japan World for the low, low price of 999 yen, which is like less than $10. So it's cheaper than the WWE Network. Yeah, yeah, sure. uh Uh-huh. Will Ospreay, Hiromu Takahashi, fantastic. All the Okada matches that happened over the weekend, of course. And Jushin Thunder Liger, retirement ceremony. Your, your boy didn't cry, but, you know, it was very emotional. what I miss? I was hemming and hawing about Wrestle Kingdom. And the Red Sox stealing signs. Anything you want to talk about that? Uh, nah, I'm cool. Alright, moving on. Not a lot of wrestling news this week, but we got some recaps to talk about. We got the Raw recap, Brock Lesnar will be the number one entrant in the Royal Rumble. When I'll put his title on the line, but he will come out number one, and I think obviously this is an easy way to set up his match at WrestleMania, whether he wins the whole thing or someone eliminates him. Dominic, what do you think is going to happen with Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble? You know, I was thinking about this earlier because I knew you were going to ask me this question, and I was thinking maybe something like the uh, returning John Cena... Maybe comes in number two, eliminates Brock, or maybe, you know, screws Brock or something, you know? That number two entrant is going to be very critical. I think you have to have some sort of big name, big return, surprise, NXT person, something. You can't just have R-Truth come out. Well, Matt Riddle. That is someone who I was thinking of. I would love to see Matt Riddle take on Brock Lesnar. Or, or I'm just spitballing here, Matt Hardy. Yeah, don't think Matt Hardy's on the top list of WWE people that they're trying to put over. Don't like the clown. R.I.P. Oh. Well, I mean, you can have. There's been multiple Doink the Clowns. You can have anybody under the mask if you really want to. I know. Maybe Drake Maverick is Doink the Clown. You know, whoever's number two though needs to eliminate Brock. To me, that's the most biggest point you need to do. If it's Drew, if it's Roman, if it's. Triple H, if it's Undertaker, if it's Goldberg, if it's fucking... I don't know. I do think Drew McIntyre is a solid contender. 
they've been giving him squash matches, and they've been giving him some, like, promo time afterwards where I think he's technically a heel, but he's, like, being very charismatic and being kind of fun-loving. Yeah. So what do you think is in the cards? Do you think they're trying to, like, play Jedi mind tricks with the crowd and be like, look, he's a heel, but you guys are saying, oh, my God, we love him, yay, and then, you know, it's like, oh, you turned to babyface, so we're going to go with the crowd, even though we want to do that That's pretty much what's going to end up happening. If if they go, that path is going to be, you know, let's make him that cool jerk and people, you know, I, I mean, I, I saw how, who, who was he, who did he Claymore kick? Uh, no Way, No Way Jose on Raw. And he was on the mic, he said, one, two, three, Claymore kick, popped up, and he was like, I didn't even drop the mic, you know, like, and they cheered. It's kind of like one of those things where it's just a matter of time until they start actually liking him more. So on Raw, if we're just going to go look at Raw, I think the short list of people I think that could eliminate him or be in contention to do something with Bracket WrestleMania would be either Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, and then probably Aleister Black, just because he hasn't been defined down. And I think they have big plans for him. So I know Aleister Black is your boy. He is my boy. Listen to his theme song the other day at work, uh, going to work. Then when it comes to, I think, NXT. I said the other day. Whatever. I think you said the other day. I think so. I don't know. Play it back. I'm not, I'm not going to play it black. Play it black? Black? Alistair Black? Alistair Black, there you go. Oh, Oreo Alistair Black, ladies and gentlemen. I think on the NXT front, but I think on the Women's Royal Rumble, I, I'm not dead set on it, but I think Shayna Baszler will come out and win that one, so I don't think you're going to have two NXT people win the Royal Rumble, no. unless you want to tell the story. Here's my, my prediction on that, is Shayna and Ronda comes out. Or Shayna. Shayna and Ronda comes out. And Shayna. Ron- Shayna. Shayna and Rhonda come out. There we go. You kept saying Shauna or Santa. Shauna, Santa. Merry Christmas, everybody. Shayna and Rhonda come out, and Rhonda screws Shayna. Get a heel, Rhonda Rousey. All right. Uh, then on Raw, the big, they did the whole mystery partner angle with Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. It happened to be the big show. They defeat Seth Rollins and AOP via disqualification, which sets up a fist fight next week. I don't know what the fuck that means, but the big show's back, Dominic. Were you disappointing it wasn't someone else? No, I mean, I didn't really know who else it would be, and it kind of... Everyone I, was saying it was Keith Lee for some reason. I also got it spoiled for me on the Twitter machine, so... I was too busy watching Jeopardy. <laughs> Shout out Jeopardy. And James. James R- is my boy. I'm Team James, all day. R.I.P. Uh, Alec Trebek? Is he dead? Cancer get him? Oh, he's alive? Oh, okay, cool. Sweet. Good for, good for him. You're just going to be out here saying shit without not even knowing what's going on? I thought he died. Where did you hear this? Yeah, where the fuck did you hear this from, Dominic? A coworker. Well, you're working with a bunch of idiots. That is very true, though. Exactly. You want to know why? Right, Dominic, tell us an off story. What's going on? Oh man, where do I start? Um, I have a cat. I have a cashier. You know, I'm making pretty good time, so you know, don't go too long. Okay, I'm not gonna name any names here, but he, there's a girl that her today was her last day, and he said that he was gonna bang her before she goes to Florida for six months. And this guy is in high school, still a virgin, really nerdy, and you know, no I don't know you work with me. Oh no, you, you, Brandon. You could get you could get it. Trust me. No, this kid from is, you? Huh? What? I can get it from from who? If you were gonna try to talk to this girl, you could get her. Oh, okay. This I know, guy. I know if you said I can get it from you. 
I mean, you can. It's dirty and hairy back there, but um, not if you use the back blade that I gave you for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, for my asshole. Hey, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. You want to shave my back tonight, one of you? The whole point of the back blade is for you to do it yourself, Dominic. Wow, so you ain't going to be a bro. That's the whole gimmick of the Christmas present was that you can do it yourself. Wow, don't be a bro then. Whatever, just keep going. Let's move on with the get on. Get on with the move on, whatever it's called. Well, I mean, did you like finish your story? Did he like try? No, apparently he got her Instagram. And that's apparently his way of, oh, she likes me. And then my other coworker walked up to her and said, oh, you, you like Russell? She goes, hell fucking no. I'm just I, being I thought nice. you weren't going to say any names. Oh. Shout out to Russell. You're a nerd at nerdy ass bitch. Shout out to Russell. Hopefully, have you plugged up? I assume you've plugged the podcast all throughout Osh. It's like two people and only one of them listened to it. They said it was pretty good, but you bury me too much. So start being nice. I actually told you that when I... Fuck when you, Dominic. You know. Yeah. Stupid ass. I don't know, I don't know if he still listens to it, so... It's not not the Russell you met. It's a different Russell. Matter. The Russell you met is a. F- it doesn't matter. Okay, Rock. Oh, as I just fucking. Did you just punch my dog? I just gave Oreo a Judas effect. <laughs> I'll shut the fuck up now. My bad. I'm killing the business, Oreo. Get to hey, sell it. Hey, hug it out. Hug it out. Judas effect, most predicted shot in sports, and the one that and the one with the angel. It's okay. Okay, you still got your teeth. But they're both kicking out of... I think you're good. All right. Then, moving on, we got the United States Championship match, Andrade, defeating Rey Mysterio. I got a question about that match. Don't no, keep talking. Maybe you'll answer it. I don't know. Okay, so uh, they do a little spot outside where Andrade kind of tosses Rey into the corner, mm-hmm. or into Zelina, then mm-hmm. Andrade takes advantage of Rey, and then the referee stops the match, yeah. kind of, and then Rey goes to the outside and sells his dismay of what happened with Zelina, and then he gets distracted and wins, and I... It was very... An, it was an awkward finish. Okay, yeah, so... Was... Do you think that was actually the way it's supposed to finish? Was Ref to stop pretty much Andretti from DDTing Ray and winning the match? Or do you think it was the Ref who fucked up? I th- or do you think... Or, you know what I mean? I think maybe Ray was supposed to show a little bit more uh, sympathy mm-hmm. for Zelina, and then... They Andrade and him just went went to the finish. Went and way I, too quick. Yeah, and I think the ref was trying to stop it. And they, I thought they were gonna play off like the he was trying to check to see if Ray was okay because he ran into the steps a little too hard. But then Ray just kind of got out and then went to Zelina and they just went back to the finish. So, I mean, the Andrade's finish I guess is kind of protected recently. So I guess they didn't want him to kick out. But I, I this match was very good, but I think the ending did take away from it. Because because that was what when I watched it I was like okay cool and blah blah blah. And then I saw him, he was about to hit it, and then he kind of just, like, broke him up, and Ray kind of just rolled out. I'm like, for a second, I was like, oh, shit, like, that probably wasn't planned, and she's actually hurt or something. And then I saw him just kind of just get dragged in the ring, awkwardly DDT, one, two, three. I was kind of like, that's so fucking stupid. Then after the match, Andrade takes Rey Mysterio's mask, and then Ray gets it back later on in the show, so obviously they're still going with this storyline. Hmm. somehow next week or whatever. When the L- when's the LWO coming out? Come on, man. You've been saying that like ever since this podcast started. Yeah, I know. You Eventually, you'll be right. Eventually, know. eventually, like on some indie show somewhere, the L- LWO will come out. You'll be like, look, there you go. I was finally right. Yep. Then we but got... But do I watch any indie shows, really? Come on. No. Exactly. Oh, once again, I saw uh, indie star Timothy Thatcher at the gym today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Shout out to Timothy Thatcher. And? And that's about it. 
You have the point. Uh, the point will to me one day. Then, well, you have to go to the gym first. I do. Then we got AJ Styles defeating Akira Tozawa pretty quickly in a squash match. Shout out to Tozawa. Unfortunately, he's a jobber at this point, but I think he's really good at his job. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe he'll go to New Japan. Why, just because he's Japanese, you think every Japanese person goes to New Japan? I mean, Kento with New Japan, he's not Japanese. Okay, get on with the next, uh, come on, come on, don't make me look stupid here, come on. Your girl, Charlotte Flair, went up against... She's not my girl anymore, she's Andrade's girl. Oh, sorry, she's Andrade's girl. Actually, you know, you sent me a video of a new Charlotte, new and approved Charlotte, Yeah. way hotter. Way hotter, shout out to Fox Sports with the Instagram filters, you can be Charlotte, Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, you could be Jeff Hardy, Dominic. I, oh. You could be Jeff Hardy. I might. But, uh, Sarah Logan faces Ric Flair, they go back and forth, and just another reason for, I don't know, what the fuck is going on with Charlotte, and if I should cheer her or boo her. Let's boo her. Okay, so she's a heel right now. Yes. All right. Don't knock over the iced tea. Sorry. Then we got Buddy Murphy attacking Aleister Black after Black's match with Shelton Benjamin. They're going to have another match next week on Raw. Should be fun. But I, I uh, hope they I hope they hit the next chapter of Aleister Black, because that's one of the reasons why I kind of want him to face Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is because he's just kind of spinning in circles right now. Well, I mean, let's be real here, too. If he does end up going against Brock, you know Brock's going to go over. You don't know that. I know that. Brock right. ain't going to sell for him. Then we got... Can you imagine Aleister Black hitting Black Mass on Brock, and Brock's just going to take the kick and be like, okay, that hurt. He ain't going to sell that shit. Brock Lesnar can sell his ass off if he wants to. Yeah, he ain't. He sold for Dana Bryan. Sold for AJ Styles, Finn Balor. He sold for smaller guys. Wow. Who the fuck is texting you right now? My mommy. Wow, I'm a little upset. You know. She texts... What mom sends you? Text, she texts me what they're going to get for dinner, because, you know, we're not going to get dinner. What they going to... Oh, what are you guys going to get for dinner? Yeah. Oh, um, okay. So. Maybe we are going to get dinner. Maybe. Then know. we got the AEW Dynamite recap and AEW Soundly. Damn, this dog's humping again? <laughs> He's getting laid more than me. Soundly. Defeating NXT with AEW getting 947,000. A little down from last week. Defeated NXT. Okay, the dog is almost humping my <laughs> laptop. And NXT had 721,000. So, Dominic, your thoughts on this week in the rating war? Aren't these rating wars kind of getting old? I mean, I mean, it happens every week, Dominic. It's I an know. ebb and flow. I know, but it's kind of like getting, like, kind of old being like oh they won they're up this much oh they're down this much it's like come on dude just watch the fucking show don't say anything Brandon what was I gonna say Dominic you don't even watch no I was gonna say it's just a part of the business oh wrestling's about drawing money drawing viewers and when two shows are going head to head I think it's not vital information I don't think you should live and die off of one week of ratings and viewership but it's kind of, I don't, you know, this one, it's the fir- NXT's first show after two tape shows, so maybe the viewership was down a little bit compared to what they could have done, but NXT, we're all kind of saying, okay, it's done, NXT's taken over, and then now AEW has bounced back, and they're getting strong viewership. Obviously not what they got first week, but... I think everybody paid, went to more to AEW this week just because they want to see the whole Moxley angle. I think that's my opinion, you know. Well, let's talk about that Moxley angle. All right, let's talk about it. Chris Jericho yeah. comes out. Moxley mm-hmm. comes down wearing a 
jacket, all puffer jacket or whatever, and then Moxley agrees to Jericho. And we're all like, okay, he's going to turn eventually, he's going to say no, and then they just kept going and going and going, and it's like, okay, I guess he is going to join it, what does this mean, blah, 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 blah. And then in the end, John Moxley finally turns on Jericho, takes the keys and runs away. I mean, I mean, we, we should just you know describe the fact that he took a champ, uh, the champagne to the dome, then took a, is it called a dirty deed still? It's called a paradigm shift. Paradigm shift. Oh, okay. And then you know, Sammy Guevara, one of the best sellers in the game. That DDT looked amazing. Just saying. Literally looked like he killed him, paralyzed him. So you liked the angle? Yes. Did you think the Christopher Daniels angle earlier on in the show? Where the Dark Order came and was recruiting him, and Christopher Daniels... Okay, who is the guy? He said he's known him for how many years, whatever? He's Evil Uno, Player Uno. A lot of years in PWG. They had some visa issues, so they couldn't work in the United States for a long time, so that's why he knows Mm -hmm. him. Yeah. No, I did not like it. Well, I thought I didn't like it just from the fact that it, I think it took away from the Moxley angle because you're doing the exact same thing earlier on in the show, and you already have so many so much recruitment going on at one time that you're going to do the same angle twice in the same hour. Feels like it's kind of like WCW. You have red NWO and white NWO, kind of just everybody trying to get on one team or another. Like, come on, just let people be by themselves, yo. Yo. Then yo, yo, yo. we got the Rhodes brothers mm-hmm. defeating the Lucha brothers, mm-hmm. and. I thought it was a good match, maybe a little spotty, but why is the Lucha Bros, who I think should be the top tag team in the company, along with the Young Bucks, why are they losing? To Cody Rhodes and I mean, not just, not not them, but just kind of in general. Why are they losing so much? I mean, I mean, weren't, okay, AEW first started, I said, oh, the Elite's gonna win everything, and they lost a lot of the stuff, and now the Elite's winning, and you're complaining? I'm not complaining. I'm just. I'm not talking about the elite winning. I'm talking about the Lucha Bros losing. But I mean, they did win a lot. Like you got to win some and lose they some, have, bro. Like, they have. They're two games below 500. Good point. That's and, literally and, and, not. And winning. they bounce back from that. Okay. They've lost two weeks in a row. Yep. And then they're gonna have a fatal four-way tag team match next week with the Young Bucks, Santana Ortiz, Omega, and Page. What? They're not even in. They're not even the fatal four-way. Yeah, they're not. So. And it's best friends or private was it best friends or private party? Best friends. Best friends. Who also lost this week, but it's whatever. I mean, it's just the way man, hey, they're booking so far in advance, man. You just gotta let it roll, man. Oh, I'm just I'm too stupid to understand what they're yeah, doing. Exactly. Speaking of Hangman and Omega, they defeated Private Party. Yeah. Once again, Omega and Paige kinda were not on the same page at the very end, but they worked it out hitting a buckshot lariat and a V trigger. Getting the win. Good match. Open the show. And they're definitely telling some sort of story where there's dissension. We also had Pac putting his uh, submission on Michael Nakazawa. So Uh that's continuing. So Kenny's technically not in two feuds, but obviously something's going to come down with Hangman and Omega. That's sad. I mean, Michael Nakazawa is such a good person. Yeah, you know, there's nothing... I thought, you know, what I thought, am I going to go with here? Well, I thought you were going to say something with Omega and Hangman or whatever. You know, try to pull something out of you a little bit. I mean, you already said it, though. Something will help happen eventually. What, do you want me just to repeat what you said? Show that I'm paying attention or something? Okay, Dominic, we get the AEW Women's Championship. Riho versus Okay, Chris that's Statlander. bullshit. Now you're, leading, you're giving me something that's just 
utter shit. Well, I'm just saying, there's a lot of stuff that happened. Yeah, we I know. Doctor Luther debut. We kind of knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Dominic, your thoughts on everything? You tell me what happened before I. I don't want to lead you into the question. Is this the part where I have to admit that uh, I actually didn't watch this match because I do not care for the women's division in AEW? I mean, Rio retains the title with help from. I mean, technically, Brandy did help, or Mr. Luther, whatever you want to. One of them helped her. But, you know, I didn't really watch it all that much. I just saw this Dr. Luther guy, and he freaking looked like so freaking stupid. Um. Yeah, Brandon, I can't leave this podcast. You gotta hurry up and text your mom. Because, you know... Sorry, I'm putting my order for Agent Delight. Oh, I oh, guess we're not gonna get food. Okay, I mean, I guess not. Fine. You said we're not gonna get food. That's fine, you know. Whatever, fuck me, right? Yeah, yeah, fuck you. It's fine. I thought the match was okay. I thought it put Riho in an awkward situation because he had the Nightmare Collective interfering on the fact for... for I mean, they were trying to interfere to have Chris Statlander lose, but then puts Rio in an awkward situation, and the ending sequence kind of looked like shit because Statlander was, like, purposely walking backwards so she can get tripped. So, meh. Yeah. Then... I don't care for the women's division. Does anybody really care about the women's division? I mean, that's sexist, Brandon. I didn't... I said, who cares, and you said, who does? So that means you don't. So you're sexist. So I'm sexist for not liking it, but when you don't like it, it's not sexist. I didn't say I don't like it. Playback. I didn't say I didn't like it. All right. Then we got DDP coming out, interrupting MJF, who continues to just be a, a dirty little asshole. Um, chili Bowl. Shout out Chili Bowl. I would say Dirty Dick. He's a dirty dick. Okay. Yes. So just... The, never mind. Anyways. DDP, Diamond Cutters, Bunny, Blade, and Butcher. Mm. DDP is going to wrestle next week. Get I, you. Mean, I mean... What? Is this something else that you didn't see, so you don't have any explanation? No, I did see it. I just don't understand why he's wrestling. He shouldn't be wrestling. He doesn't need to wrestle. Maybe he wants to wrestle. Then go to the WWE. Jeez, why do you go AW, man? Shit. Dominic, you're giving some fire takes right now. Well, you know. Okay, let's end I, up behind I, I don't get dinner. It's fine. But you get dinner. Whatever. Do you want me to say no? Never mind. I'm going to go get dinner with Dominic. Dude. I will text her right now. Because we're not going to get dinner. Okay, then. <laughs> then we got the Jurassic Express defeating the best friends and Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy super over. Getting the most out of doing nothing. And yet, he could do stuff. Just hasn't done it yet. I love this match. It was a whole lot of fun. Your thoughts? My only thing is, I mean, I like Orange Cassidy's character, but... And I, and I understand the gimmick is kind of just the laid-back chill, you know, okay, funny, I barely kick you, whatever. But at what point is that going to end and we're going to get a serious Cassidy? Orange Cassidy has never been serious. but I mean, I know, I know he, he can, can he turn can it wrestle. on. When he, can, he, when he wants to turn it on, he can turn it on and, you know, be a, a great wrestler. But, you know, like, when is this shtick going to end? I mean, if you look at the reaction for the crowd, it's still over. But yeah, it's, so only, it's only so been, it's, what, a few months, though? Exactly, so you just keep riding that wave, and when he finally does do something, it's going to get a massive fucking pop, because he hasn't done anything for the longest time. Hmm. It's called making him wait, Dominic. Don't make, don't make me wait, man. I'm very fucking impatient. I can tell your leg is just going to town. Yeah. If I was doing this one, to shake the bed, she would yell at me. Watch, you ready? Let's try this out. I'll probably, like, shake the whole bed or, you know, I'm moving your laptop a little bit and, you know, it's 
I'm like one of those quarters you put in and vibrates the bed, you know. You're like, she's like sitting on the uh, dishwasher, washing machine. Sure. Yeah. That's very sexual, but sure. That that's what I was going with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, so. this match was great. Jurassic experience, amazing. Or Jurassic Express. Express experience, whatever. Oh yeah, Bohannon. Oh hey, girl, how you doing? I'll tell you that story one another day. Deep background. Okay. Then, let's go to NXT, Dominic. Oh, that we're done, damn it. We're not done. We're almost done. We had uh, all the women come out. Rhea Ripley, freshly crowned mm. NXT Women's Champion. It's been two weeks since we've seen her. Or three weeks, I guess. And then we have a parade of women all come out. It sets up a six-woman tag team match. Tony Storm will face Kaylee Ray this weekend for the UK Women's Championship. But for Worlds Collide, we already have Storm versus Ripley booked for the NXT Women's Championship Royal Rumble weekend. So, Dominic, your thoughts on all the women being paraded out and then Storm and Ripley going down. This is how women's wrestling should be booked. You have all of them come out, declare who deserves it best, and they fight for contendership. Boom. That's how you do it. I keep saying the reason I love NXT so much, the women's division side, is because just they have so much better talent. That too. And AEW's talent. APEW? All pro elite wrestling. Oh, oh, there there we go. There you go. Uh, I just think, I mean, Riho's great. Chris Statlander, I've seen stuff where she's pretty good, but I just think, you know, everything else, they don't have the deep, like, if you do a six-woman tag in AEW. It's a lot of Yoshis and Britt Baker. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe the one team or whatever will be okay, but they're not as deep. Yes. As I mean, you have Candice LeRae, Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair. I know you don't like her. But, I know, no, but no. She's, no. Good. She, she's a great wrestler. And then yeah. even Shayna Baszler. And Mia Yim. Mia Yim. We're going to talk about Mia Yim. Your girl. My girl. She's but, mine now? I mean, her and Keith Lee are done? No, but they're not official yet, so oh, I guess okay. there's still a chance, I guess. Yeah, I'll be like Oreo licking his teddy dog. There will be a, I believe it's a battle royal, next week or the week after for the number one contendership. And pretty much the entire women's division. So, Dominic, any uh, thoughts on who you think is going to win? You know, as much as I would love to see Mia Yim win, I say it's probably going to be uh, Kenneth LeRae. They have still been doing the Mia Yim Dakota Kai thing. They haven't done anything. I don't think they did anything this week. Mia Yim did have a squash match. Yes. And I think they're definitely going to set up something between those two. I think Bianca Belair has been kind of revamped these last few weeks after losing to Shayna Baszler earlier on in the year. So I think she's an early contender. Maybe Io Shirai, but she's kind of a babyface, so I don't know if you really want to have Rhea Ripley's first. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Io's a babyface again now? Well, she's technically a babyface. Everyone loves her. She's amazing. She is amazing. She's like a badass heel. Like? She is a badass heel. Badass heel. Oh, that's just yelling at me. <laughs> Anyways, we got Tommaso Ciampa doing some videos throughout the show, talking about he wants Goldie back, and pretty much setting up a match between him and Adam Cole, maybe on NXT television, but most likely at Portland in February, as Dominic takes a big old yawn because... What are you talking about? I was yelling in silence. Okay. Do you see Ciampa getting the title back, or do you think Adam Cole retains it Till WrestleMania. I think you hold off on it. I think you give the big payoff at New York. You can tell the same story of 
Adam Cole lost it, lost it to Johnny Gargano in New York. Champa also, or not in New York, but at WrestleMania, you can get Champa to you know win their WrestleMania. So I think you know you can do some sort of smudge thing with the Undisputed Era, and maybe like build it up to a cage or. Have we talked about how Undisputed gets called up, or if they even ever do get called up? Like, is it going to be just Cole? Is it going to be the whole team? Or I could see them being called up this year as a whole. But I think there will be a major angle with the Undisputed Era this year. I think either turning them babyface, turning just Adam Cole babyface. I think, not saying they're running, you know, dry, you know, or anything like that. But I think we're going to get something mega with the Undisputed Era this year. Well, I mean, let's, let's, one can only hope to the outcome that becomes because I'm actually afraid that. It's going to be something stupid. I, the way I would like to see it is maybe you kind of have a, you know, a another wrestler come in and take Adam's spot. You bring up Adam, and then maybe there's dissension between the original members, and maybe you have Fish and O'Reilly kind of go, you know what, F is, we're out, and then you're stuck with, you know, just Strong and the new members, or, you know, something like that. Possibly. Who knows? I like that. We kind of had, like a bullet club kind of thing. We had the first week of the Dust Roads Tag Team Classic. Four teams from the NXT UK, four teams from regular NXT. I kind of wish that there was more newer tag teams or up-and-coming tag teams. Just kind of a lot of teams we've seen. We have some makeshift tag team with Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle. We'll see them next week. But this week we had Imperium defeating the Forgotten Sons. And the Undisputed Era defeating Gallus. Two heel teams, so Undisputed Era getting the win with a distraction. I love the Dust... I mean, I love the Dust Roads Classic at the end, a couple years ago and whatever, but I'm not feeling it this year. I mean... My... I never really got behind the whole Dusty Roads Classic. Because it's, just, because it's not for the titles. It's just to see who's the... It's just a tournament. I think there should be more, how do you say, more, something more for them just besides winning a tournament. But usually whoever wins is the number one contendership. Hmm. Mm. I think they should do something with just NXT, and they have, you have a, Dusty O's Classic with NXT, NXT Take, uh, NXT UK, Raw, SmackDown, and then you have those teams compete, you know? That'd be pretty cool. A team that will compete next week. Debuting on NXT is the Time Splitters, Kushida and Alex Shelley. I know Dominic just loves the Time Splitters from New Japan. No, I like the Motor City Machine Guns from TNA. Because I actually liked Alex Shelley when he was in TNA. So your thoughts on Alex Shelley debuting in NXT, and do you think they get the job done against those grizzled young vets? I think they'll get it done. My thing is, when this whole thing's over... Does Alex Shelley stay in NXT? Well, he's been seen at the Performance Center, and I don't know if he's officially signed or whatever's going on with him, but I think he's a good... Uh, he's a good vet. He's, he's a good talent and also a, a good vet. We also have Mercedes Martinez, who has signed with WWE, so we almost have like the first official jump from AEW to NXT oh in this Wednesday Night War. Oh so I think Alex Shelley and Mercedes Martinez could be a good asset for NXT, both Wait. on screen. She was in NXT? I mean... AEW? She had, like, a match. I think it was a dark match or whatever. So she has oh, been on okay. NXT. Okay. I, well, she was also in the Battle Royal, I believe so. Oh, She was, like, okay. the last one. Yeah, okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. 
I think the Time Splitters get the job done. Whoever wins that match sets up something with the Undisputed Era, so I think that match can be a whole lot of fun. And I'm excited to see Alex Shelley and Kushida. I think they get the job done. Especially because I think Kushida, if he's not going to be in the Cruiserweight division, I think him being in the Tag Team division would be is the next fit. best thing. Yeah. Uh, then we got your girl Mia Yim in a squash match. We kind of already talked about that. We did. Then Mia Yim's boy, Keith Lee, whoop, whoop. defeats Cameron Grimes, Dominic Dajakovic, and Damian Priest. And he will be the number one contender for the North American Championship. And I believe that match will take place in two weeks. Ta- uh, I don't know. Oh. What? I was going to say takeover or just, a, or just a taping? Takeover. There's no takeover for Royal Rumble, Dominic. It's Worlds Collide. That's why I said... Storm versus Ripley, Worlds Collide, Royal Rumble weekend. I, I, I thought it was still a takeover. It's not technically a takeover. They're having takeover Portland in February. Still waiting for that San Jose takeover that they promised us until Blood Money fucked it all up. I'll, I'll talk to Hunter about it. Don't worry, me and him are cool. Talk about Blood Money. Any thoughts on CM Punk just completely burying The Miz on Twitter? I thought it was hilarious. I mean, kind of goes back to Punk when he's signed. He says, you know... I have no affiliation. I can say fuck WWE. They, I can't get fired for it. Granted, I think he probably could get fired for it, but you know, I don't see any repercussions coming his way about him saying what he wants to say on Twitter. So, CM Punk versus The Miz at WrestleMania? I hope not. I'd rather see CM Punk versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. I do. I agree. All right. That'll do it for us for today. Thank God. I know. Actually, technically, said. we went faster last week. We've done an hour. Last week, we did like 50-plus minutes. Huh. So, you know, we're, we're speeding things up. But, you know, but you know, if we keep just telling these little, like, facts, it adds more time. So just sign up. Oh, well, yeah, I'm going to... We'll save the email for next week. No, Dominic, you have an email? We No, I have to check the emails. Oh. I don't know if we actually do or not, you know. Well, how about you, like, check the email, like, as I finish off? As I sign off, and maybe like if there is an email, well, it's gonna take me a minute. I can always. It's, it's, it takes you that long to sign into the email. Why don't you have like the everything loaded up or saved to your password? You just say like, yeah, click, click, bam. And we all know there ain't gonna be no email. But if you would like to give us an email, Dominic, what is the Gmail account that you could send it to if you have a question, be it wrestling, sports, or just life in general? It's curveball. Wait. I can't remember the email. CurveballNCS at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at CurveballsNCS. And follow us on Facebook, Curveballs and Chair Shots. There you go. Thank you all very much for tuning in. Enjoy the weekend of football and the college football playoff. That's if you watch college football, but Dominic does it because he hates seeing the kids being traded like slaves. Yeah, man. I mean, give him some money, dog. Yeah, dog. Just a little bit. All I need is a little bit, not a lot of baby girl, just a little bit. Is that too much right now? It's not enough. It's never enough. It's never enough. Hang on, it's loading. It and is loading. A lot of bleacher report. That's uh, what you said that every week. Bleacher, Google, bleacher, 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 Google. You know, Dominic, bleacher. would it kill you to delete those so you don't see them every single week? Let me, let me let me check the spam folder. Maybe maybe some maybe yeah maybe somebody got lost in the spam. Uh no no okay. Thank you all very much for tuning in Wanna this week. Uh, you can check whatever you want. And until next time, nope. my name is Go Brandon Payne. Payne. Hasn't even hit me up in a long time. Guma, a that's Dominic Hobson, our social media ambassador. That's been the studio audience. That's no, not studio. That, that's 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 the mascot. mascot. That's, that's studio the studio audience. audience. Hopefully, she gets better next week.
She's spry, hope, and full was, of piss was, and vinegar. I was hoping she's just going to flip you off right there. It would have been funny, but whatever. There you, there go. you go. You'd love to see it. Okay. Goodbye. Good Dang. night. Uh, bye bye. Let me in.